Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG, and I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affects your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and make sure you download my free report, Five Things You Eat and Drink That Make Your Endometriosis Symptoms Worse. The link is in the show notes. Let's start this episode. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about vitamin D. Um, we, you hear a lot about vitamin D and there's a specific, um, reason for making sure that you have get enough vitamin D when you have endometriosis. So, uh, I thought I'd talk you through that and also tell you the best ways to get enough vitamin D. Um, there's often my clients ask, oh, should I take supplements or, and I want to talk to you about the best way for you when you have endometriosis to get your vitamin D and why certain approaches work better than others. Again, if you understand how your body works, you can make informed decisions, which is everything. That's it, which is what I want you to be able to do. So let's talk about vitamin D. Now, did you know that although it's called vitamin D, it's actually not a vitamin, it's a hormone. Um, so I don't know where the, where it came from that we're calling it vitamin D. We should really be calling it hormone D. But um, we know that vitamin D plays a really important role in bone growth, um, and it does that by carrying calcium to the bones. And in, in our case, why we're interested in vitamin D is that it helps to regulate the immune system. So uh, a lot of studies have been done on the role of vitamin D in the immune system, and they have shown that um, T cells and B cells, and those are key cells involved in the immune response, are able to process and respond to vitamin D. Um, and this is why we talk about vitamin D so much in terms of uh, immune system in a general sense, because it can help protect against infection. Um, even more important is the fact that vitamin D deficiency, so not having enough um, in your system, seems to contribute to autoimmune diseases like inflammatory bowel disease. So we know that inflammation underpins endometriosis. So healthy levels of vitamin D would then be needed to help calm down the growth and production of these T and B cells uh, to reduce the production of pro-inflammatory cytokines. Um, if you go, if you listened to episode three, where I talk about the immune system, I talk about how you have um you produce, when you have endometriosis, we know that you produce an enormous amount of uh, pro-inflammatory cytokines, um, more so than um, we'd like to. So vitamin D reduces the production of those pro-inflammatory cytokines. And it increases the production of 
anti-inflammatory cytokines. So when we're looking at reducing chronic inflammation, what you have, um, vitamin D is vital. And when I explain this to clients, they often then say, okay, should I take a supplement? Um, so let's talk about how the body gets the right levels of vitamins and then vitamin D, and then I'll talk about should you take a supplement? Um, so the main process that your body is able to get vitamin D is through sun exposure. So when the sun hits unprotected skin, um, if you have sunscreen on, it will not happen as easily. The ultraviolet light is turned to pre-vitamin D3 in your skin. And then body heat creates a version that is transported via your bloodstream to the liver. And the liver turns this pre-vitamin D3 into another pre-vitamin, another form of it, which goes to the kidneys where active vitamin D is produced. Um, the good thing is that if you produce too much vitamin D, so if you're out in the sun a lot, um, your body will store it in fat cells. So it, we can store vitamin D. So it is a bit of a process. Um, and it's amazing that it, in how many system body systems and organs it includes. So it includes the skin, it includes um, the bloodstream, the liver, and the kidneys. My goodness me. Um, so what is interesting about vitamin D is that, so I'm, you know, I'm in Australia. Um, we know that Australia, there's a, Australia gets a lot of sunshine. I definitely noticed that when I moved here from uh, the Netherlands. Um, there's a lot more sun and sunlight here. Uh, and yet, many, many women in Australia are vitamin D deficient. Um, so it's one, because they don't spend enough time outside in the sun, or when they do, they are covered up with clothes and sunscreen to protect skin cancer. So, of course, uh, pr protect against skin cancer. And, of course, um, that's absolutely crucial that we don't increase our risk of skin cancer. But it is important to have, especially when you have endometriosis, to get enough vitamin D. So should you then take a supplement? Well, first of all, if unless you have been diagnosed with a vitamin D deficiency, which can be done quite easily with a blood test, uh, no. Um, you do not want to have, although vitamin D gets stored in fat cells, if you have too much of it, you don't want to have too much vitamin D because it creates high levels of calcium in the blood, which can lead to kidney stones, which we don't want. So supplements for me are definitely not the first avenue if, um, that I would recommend. There's a second reason why supplements are probably not very um, helpful for you, not as, as much as you would hope, because as I've talked about a number of times now, you have leaky gut. So your gut wall is damaged. That means that the gut wall doesn't have enough surface area to absorb nutrients. 
So absorbing vitamin D from food or supplements may not be effective. By the way, there's there's not a lot of foods that contain a lot of vitamin D. So food in itself is not the most effective way to get enough vitamin D. There are some foods that do, uh, but in very low doses. And it's a different type of vitamin D and it, it's a different process of turning that, no, did I just say vitamin B? D. Um, it's a different process that your body has to go through to create um, the usable vitamin D. Um, so with leaky gut, if you're not absorbing it properly from your food, uh, supplements will not really be all that helpful either because you just don't absorb it well enough from supplements either. So my very my main suggestion when it comes to vitamin D is to make sure that you get some sunshine around 10 to 20 minutes each day on unprotected skin or if you use sunscreen, longer. Um, I think you should allow your skin to do what it, when it comes to vitamin D, what it does really well and what your digestive system is just not so um, good at. Um, so really 10 to 20 minutes um, in the sun, even if it, it's not really a sunny day in Australia, an overcast day will still, there's still a lot of ultraviolet light. So you can still get the, the vitamin D um, process happening in your skin. Um, so you can do it early morning or at the end of the day, but, but try to go outside in the sun as much um, at, at every day if you can. Um, you'll also find and that's just not related to vitamin D, but um, being outside, especially if you are have it, for example, you work inside all the time. I, I do. Um, there are days, if I'm not careful, that I don't even realize what the weather is like. Um, so but if you work inside a lot, try to give yourself that outdoor um, time because it also affects your mood. So the light will also um, affect your emotions and that will help you if, if you know, if, if you're struggling emotionally with um, whatever, or if you have anxiety or, or mood swings or, or as part of your symptoms. Um, so really 10 to 20 minutes each day, unprotected skin if you can. If you use sunscreen, um, you'll need to be out longer. Um, now, if you are worried that you might be vitamin D deficient, it is a very easy way, easy thing to get tested. Um, you can go to your GP to organize a blood test uh, for vitamin D. Um, if you're in Australia yeah, and you would like a referral form, um, just uh, contact me. I can um, do so and then we can have a uh, short consultation where you um where i just tell you the, the results and we can have a quick talk about whether or not you need to do something about your vitamin d but very important element a very important vitamin for you to help you start to address your chronic inflammation remember vitamin d regulates um, your immune cell production and the most important part in this is that it um, reduces the production 
of those pro-inflammatory cytokines, which you, your body produces very, very well. Um, you can pat yourself on the back for that one. Um, but it's it's not doing you a lot of good. Um, and it increases the production of those anti-inflammatory cytokines. So it really starts to help to calm down uh, the inflammatory response. So that's the importance of vitamin D in your uh, in managing your endometriosis. Uh, it's the one nutrient that is just as a nutritionist, I go, nah, not nutrition, not the best way to make sure that you have enough of it. So um, do go out there in the sun and that, that being outside, combine it with a, a, a lovely little walk. Doesn't have to be a power walk. It can be a lovely, relaxing walk. Um, it's it's just a, almost like a lifestyle um, strategy to support improving your endometriosis symptoms. Um, so if you um, after this, um, yeah, go out. How about you've listened? To, may, I should have said this at the beginning. You should maybe you should listen to these podcast episodes whilst having a stroll outside. Um, a lot of them are between twenty and uh, ten and twenty minutes, so there's the perfect length for you to go outside um, and soak up some, some some ultraviolet light and get your body to start producing this vitamin D. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Now, if listening to this podcast, you are wondering if nutrition could be an avenue for you to pursue to try and control your symptoms and reduce your symptoms um, or the severity of your symptoms, then why not book a an endometriosis SOS call with me? It's a obligation-free, totally free 30-minute uh, video call where we can talk about what you're experiencing and I will be able to give you some options to go forward. The link is in the show notes.